Hello, my friends, and Nigel, who is just a distant vision on my laptop looking through and tuning in. How are you, mate? Very well, friend. How are you? Uh, listen, I'm not going to complain. There's a lot of stuff happening. I certainly am not someone who's going to complain. Yeah. No, do you know what? I am going to complain. Let me go straight into it. I want to talk about something that's not really a complaint, but it, it's it's been doing my head in for the last 24 hours because I, it's, I'm just going to get straight into it so I don't confuse everyone here going like get off the drugs, Tim, like just spit it out. So I'm going to spit it out. If we've learned anything in the last few days, if not last few weeks, it's got to be that we're very adaptable as not just a race, a race or a species. but Species. Yeah, I'm talking more or less human, more business owners as a species of people that walk this planet. But the amount of adjustment that's occurring at the moment when people are forced to change. So that, you know, when they're, when they're confronted with something that takes any other option out, their ability to adjust quickly is, is frankly quite incredible, not just mentally adjusting because I know there's still a lot of people going through a really tough time at the moment so I don't want to even, even begin to um, trivialise that we're still in the midst of this global epidemic but just talking to so many people, clients, prospects, community members, hearing their stories of what they've had to do in such a quick rate to change and the thing that's doing my head in is why wasn't this the case always? Not, not the epidemic obviously. So people are sitting there going, what do, what do you want? But honestly, why is this not the state in which we operate as business leaders normally? Because let me just put it this way. If this was the level of innovation that everyone was applying to their businesses daily, where would our business be if we applied 12 months of this? Now, I realise this is, you know, we're just taking a, a step up at the moment and looking down in the midst of this. So it's difficult to even comprehend. But just have a think about what you've been doing over the last month the conversations you've been having that are different, the different ways of approaching staff, the different ways of approaching suppliers, the different ways of innovating, the things you've been trying, even just environmentally shifting places, all these things that we would have never done without being forced to. But getting here already and seeing that people adapt so fast and really adaption is a word for innovation – why aren't we doing this or why isn't this the level of operation we have usually without the challenges we have around the medical, obviously? Do you think it's because um, people only really take drastic action out of discomfort? So the more the severe the discomfort or the threat, the more drastic the action? Absolutely. I mean, this is a, I mean it's just that when you don't have a choice, you you have to move forward but – half the time because we're living in such an environment particularly uh, particularly in you know the last few years that have been fairly economically stable in consideration to where we are now there's no need to innovate at the pace and level that you have to but actually seeing how you can do it it, it just makes me think a lot of the time of the, the high percentage of business failures and all the things that you know statistically we know about SMEs and, and, and people in business, there's a huge failure rate and we've got this huge pandemic happening and 
most people are finding levels of operation that they never knew they were capable of. And I, I just wonder that even, even when this is over, is this the standard that business owners should be still aspiring to? Because if we were operating like this with this level of focus, innovation, change and experimentation, I'd imagine there'd be a lot more business owners out there with much different businesses and particularly in much different financial positions because, I mean, you wouldn't have to operate like this with all things being equal um, for too long to really start differentiating your company. And it's been an amazing thing for me to just uh, reflect on even our company. I, I think we're pretty good, Nigel. I mean, we, 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 we come up with new plans. We're always talking about innovation. We're always um, reviewing how we deal with our customers. We're always changing the way we're operating. We're always evolving. We're working 12-week sprints all the time. But this is a new level. And it's sort of once you've had a, you know, I've had a different taste of it, thinking that we were high performance. I mean, we, I mean to be frank, we sell high performance into other companies. But to just see that we're really only scratching the surface, it, it's, it's made me calibrate uh, potential and where we actually need to be as a company during normal times, inverted commas. It's also now for the first time a lot of the, the drawbacks that a lot of people we talk to are saying that while they're trying to do everything, they're getting pushback from staff. But now because everyone's everyone's job is literally on the line here, employees now have a taste of what it's like to be the owner of a business because they're trying to protect their own job. So they're taking massive action in support of as well. It's not just on the sole operator or the sole owner. Well, I, I think you're right, Nigel, and I, I think there is that element of um, em- employees have a, a, a mutually beneficial reason to innovate because we know that unless we do things differently, it's going to change. So I think there's a, a, a general belief that this business needs to change or we're going to struggle and it could be um, directly related to me. If the business struggles, I might lose my job or, or whatever. I might have to take a pay cut, whatever it's going to be. But not only that, I think if we, we, you know, we look at employees as one thing because you know, they're, they're operating in the same markets we are, but as the owners of the company, whilst we always feel that we've, we've got a lot of pressure on us, we were essentially operating in environments that were quite stable for so long. So we've fallen into the same level of complacency. And, mm. and this is the, I guess, the whole, the irony of all this is owners now are getting nervous that, well, if I don't change something, I could lose my business. But that's actually, that's normal. If you don't change, <laughs> you're going to lose your business anyway. But it's just so interesting to see the behaviours changing from a point of view of, I guess, the new level or the new standard of operation. I'm, I'm, it's, it, for me, it's been something that's um, mesmerising. And you hear stories back in, you know, back in the old days through wartime. You hear stories around you know, the, the Great Depression and all these things. You hear the stories of what happened and, and they don't really mean anything to us because we never felt them. We never felt what it was like to worry about whether there'd not be food at the supermarket or that people would have rush or there'd be mass panic or you'd see, you know, as rules come in place, actually the behavioural changes in just normal people doing extraordinarily stupid things at times because people are nervous. People don't understand, you know, and they're, they're, they're lashing out in different ways or just 
being isolated in, in your place. Even if you, you know, some people even being isolated in places that aren't safe. There's so many different things going into this melting pot of a community. And I don't believe we have a right to talk about that from a point of view, but from a, yeah. a business owner's point of view and understanding that and what we need to do to navigate through this and also navigate through in a position where we can really push forward when we find, you know, some economic relief or the world hopefully gets put back together in some shape or form. But it is a fascinating insight into how we behaviourally change when we need to, yet as soon as that pressure is not there, how quickly we become just another I guess we become sheep again. Everyone operates in the same way. And I know there's an elite few that really drive and, and innovate change in a way that, you know, they're, they're consistently doing it. But this surely is a wake-up call for every business owner. This has got to be a big wake-up call to this is my new way of operating. When the, If I was operating like this two years ago, where would I be right now? Would my business be the same size, same profitability, same opportunity, or would it be a completely different look? And I think for me, this is um, this is more than just a, a wake up call. This is a this is a pivotal shift. It's been a big. Um, well, you say we've always been pretty good at innovation and whatnot, but you see, over the last three months, you go, even though we pride ourselves on that. The speed of decisions across the board and people are taking actions, it's just you go, oh, no, we were going in second gear. Like we were, we were going as quick as we thought we could. But it's like someone's just going, oh, no, there's three other gears sitting above there. Just go. Uh, absolutely. And I, and I think it must come down to some sort of fear of, um, uh, fear of losing what you currently have. And we talked about it in a podcast you know, a little while back that people are wishing they were a month or six weeks ago when th- times were good. And, and the question we brought up was w- were they actually good or was it just better than how you feel now? But this is a, this is a rebirth for a lot of people and businesses right now. And we, are, as I said, I want to keep bringing up, I do not want to um, downplay the pandemic and the challenges that businesses have and the country has and the medical challenges this is you know this pales into insignificance but we have this new responsibility as business owners and leaders of our community and the reason I say leaders and you know I'm not self-electing us as community leaders just because we own a business but we are going to have a huge responsibility coming out of this to provide jobs for people we cannot rely on the governments of the world to provide jobs they will not be able to do it fast enough um, to get the economy cranking again and help people get back to earning a living. And so we've got this huge responsibility. I certainly have a new responsibility for I need to grow my companies as fast and as big as I possibly can as soon as I can because my job now has gone from, hey, I'm going to grow companies and, and build wealth and all that sort of stuff that us business owners do to I have a community obligation to get as many people jobs as I can and I need to make sure they're in the best environments and with companies that are sustainable and can produce more and more results to give more and more people jobs because we've got a real challenge coming up and there has to be a recalibration for all of us that are in a position where we can produce work, income and put the fabric of our communities back together. This is a 
the game has changed in importance of the role we were playing. And really thinking back, it's pretty selfish. That, you know, <laughs> when things are good, everyone's sort of out there trying to earn money and buy things and, you know, build our, our you know, self-worth and our, 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 our personal wealth and do all these nice things. I, I think the obligation has absolutely changed right now. There is only one group of people I see that's going to get us out of this as a community and as a species is we need to find people work and we need to create work. And we need to operate at this level of innovation and change for many, many years to come. And that's a big responsibility for a lot of people who who say they're business owners or business builders. And I think for at least our generation, because we're going through it, it will maintain. Like Because we always talk about in, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but people have two ways of achieving goals running from pain or running towards pleasure at the moment there's been so much pain caused by this and that scar is going to stay in every business owner's head for so long after it that they're either one going to try and get out or two they're going to double down and put every effort in because now they know that all the things they said they couldn't do beforehand we were forced to do them and still are. I mean, we're not. We're in the. You know, not even in potentially the eye of the storm right now. Mm. And this thing could last a lot longer. But you're absolutely right. This is, this is, I guess, calibrating a new standard of who you are, as a business owner, as a leader, as someone who wants to contribute to society. You you've got a new responsibility, and it's around protecting others that may not have the opportunity to. You know, as you said walk away from pain how do we make sure people aren't in this position again how do we what do we need to do to help people out of this that aren't going to help themselves it's not that a lot of people can't do anything but they don't have the years of training of of running a business as you run a business you actually you realize that this level of uncertainty is generally our way of life (laughs) i mean listen i'm not this is absolutely magnified absolutely magnified but this is not an this is not a feeling that most of us have not had around uncertainty in fact yeah. when you start a business you know early on when you you're, you're building your experience up one of the hard things to do is calibrate uncertainty and actually realizing you're looking around at your friends and your family and people who've maybe taken a more um, traditional approach to to life and getting a job and, and starting to earn money and starting to have stability. You know, the first decade, I must admit, is like actually calibrating uncertainty and realizing you might have to start again. Even now when we've had to recalibrate that, you know, things, you may need to start everything again. From this point, it's like, eh, done that a few times already. That's fine. <laughs> and it, because you just know that it, every time it becomes easier and better and you and you can accelerate it faster. But a lot of people who've not had that conditioning over their lives that might be heading to a stage in life where they don't want to have the uncertainty of having to do something they've never done before, like start a business, start a side hustle, do all that sort of stuff. Those of us that have been in this position, we have an absolute new responsibility. We need to encourage people to innovate, to be entrepreneurial, to try things, to do anything that's going to generate economic return to not only... A, create more jobs, but B, pay more taxes, get more money through the economy, get the economy moving and make sure that, 
you know, all these subsidies and things that are being paying and the, the massive cost this is going to have economically to the governments, we actually have a responsibility to start the movement and going faster. And it feels like there's not a lot we can do because we're only single people operating in a whole economy. But as a collective, we are the answer. And we need to lead that. And we need to behave as though it relies on us because it does. It absolutely is going to rely on small business owners generating economic return. This is not going to be pulled out by corporates. It, and it's just not. And this is it's a weird thing to be thinking about because I know that a lot of us are in survival mode but there is a bigger game at play here and there is a bigger responsibility for those who need to step up. And I just uh, to me that's been on my mind constantly this week around what's now the real responsibility I had. Can I ask, do you think that the average business owner out there, and I, I don't know if that's our listener or not to be quite honest, but do you think they've got the legs to continue this after? Because a lot of people are in panic mode at the moment, so they're doing the 10%, 20%, they're doing the extra every day that they wouldn't normally do. But a lot of them, I think, are seeing this as a very short-term sprint. Absolutely, and people won't because I don't think people also, um, not everyone thinks their business is their whole life. I mean, in some ways, I don't know if that's healthy the way that I personally view my business, but it's a, if not the second highest priority around a select few humans in this world. But it's pretty much on the same level because we, we, we see that as a, a responsibility, not just to earn money. This is a responsibility to contribute to community and, and, and humanity in, in, if you want to take it that far. But where people like, let's look at when we get into a new relationship, when those of you who, are, who have been in um, relationships before, Let's have a look at the start, all the things that and the ways you behave differently during the courting stage of any relationship and then you start feeling comfortable with someone and you start slipping into habits that you weren't doing in the early stages that was this excitement and you know, you're open to anything and then you look now and you know some people just slip into, oh, let's just watch TV tonight instead of going out, doing things, whatever it is and it's the same thing with a business. We're in this, it's not a honeymoon period, don't get me wrong, there's nothing about this as a honeymoon period but there's a, a new energy that you'll basically try anything and you'll basically do anything and you'll explore things, you'll take phone calls you wouldn't take, you'll have introductions that wouldn't have been made because you just, it, it doesn't matter. And as soon as it starts settling down, you get the people that actually want a more stable environment. But there's a lot of you out there that can operate like this and this will become your new standard. It's where you'll basically say that I've, you'll say that I've got nothing to lose anymore. I have an obligation and a duty to play a bigger game. I must do everything in my absolute power in this lifetime to try and grow the biggest, strongest, ugliest, baddest company that produces jobs over and over again. And yes, you're going to be rewarded because the more people you help, the more it's going to feed back. But you'll be remembered as someone that can help get this planet back on track. There are so many things we've learned and one of them is absolutely that we have not been out of second gear as you said, Nigel, and that we have a whole different level of operation when the need is there. I mean, I've been laughing my head off. Not laughing because 
laughing in a way of aren't people amazing? When I was looking at there's there's a whole lot of people at the moment. Um, I, I was watching it in Formula One, and I was been watching it across a couple of the other great engineering companies like Dyson and things like that, where these people have built these new ventilators, and you look at you know the shortage of ventilators that it was everything expecting, and then you start getting um, commercially minded people that put innovation, and within a week they've got a product to market, within a damn week that can be mass produced, and you sit there and say. Just imagine the collective wasted energy we've been put on things that don't matter versus what humans can do when they're focused on something. If we've not learned anything now, it is we are just need to lift our level of operation and expectation. We need to unlock more humans focused on the good areas of fixing the planet, fixing society, helping, making things less. This, is, this should be a transformative moment in, in the human experience, if not history. And, you know, of course I'm worried that we're going to wake up to this and nothing will change and everyone will settle back into la-la land. Do you know where I see the the danger in it? Is that what this has shown me is that while we're resistant to change, humans are surprisingly adaptable. Like if you told me two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that I'd be fine and nothing would really affect me if you had to stay home the entire time. Like now when I see people, I automatically keep my distance. So I've adapted and we've adapted as a society. This guy, everyone stays home. You don't go out for this. You don't do this. This is the new norm. And everyone just goes, okay, cool. Within a day and a half, that changed. As things get easier, the challenge that I see is that we'll adapt to at least it's not as bad as it was. So I'll take out that 10%. So we'll adapt to that new norm on the other side. Yeah, I, I, listen, I think people will calibrate back to normality and whatever that is, even if there's a slight adjustment. It, it's just a natural thing that happens. I, I, I guess I want to just call out those of you and before we get to that stage because we've got a long road before we get to even thinking about normality again. We've got a lot of people we need to support in society and a lot of people still at risk and a lot of absolute heroes that have, um, and I, w- I won't say uncovered, that we've been reminded of how important they are and the lack of selfishness they've had to serve others, looking at all the people that are in there fighting the good fight on behalf of us and our communities that are doing it, you know, the teachers that are still at school, the, the, the medical professionals that are in there every day at exposure levels. I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's not fair. The world's not fair the way that's remuneration, you know, where it goes. And you look at this and at the time of need, value doesn't follow the people that have the most impact in the time of need that's that's an irrelevant thing but the fact that we need to acknowledge that this just the the contribution these people are making and the things that they're doing now when everyone needs them without a second thought i mean if you're not humbled by that for the rest of your life you need a wake-up call you need an absolute wake-up call and for those of us that have built a skill around working out how to build companies and generate income and create wealth. Well, we've got a bigger contribution to play and to help people in society right now because we need to use our best skills and we need to know the things we're good at and we need to retrofit and we need to contribute and we need to make sure that we can help in the best way possible. Now, I'm no surgeon, I'm no doctor, I wouldn't even know how to 
you know, help someone who's going through this medically. But I certainly know how to make job or create jobs. And I certainly know how to help others transition. I certainly know how to help people innovate into roles and changing their jobs and what they might need to do and giving opportunities. And it's a call to it's a call out to everyone who also feels comfortable that they can contribute. Those of you that own businesses, that understand the fundamentals of building businesses, that understand the fundamentals of innovation, this is a call out to you and go, what are you going to do to contribute once you've got your backyard in place? Because we've still got to make sure we just, you know, keep our current employees employed, our, our current communities as stable as possible. But as soon as we've got those hatches battened down, where are you going to make the next contribution? And that might be risking more to create more jobs it might be finding more energy to innovate in different ways it might be helping others to be able to get their businesses moving because we everyone has a role to play and anyone who's got the energy and a skill set needs to push harder right now because we we need everyone firing to help because there's a lot of things that are going to take years and years to repair or if ever go back to the way they at least were so the responsibility on all of us that have a skill set that can contribute and help others that don't have that ability this is absolutely the time to step up absolutely the time and i think for me nigel just in reflection this week is it's just an amazing amazing time to view um, how circumstances can change and adapt people and businesses quickly but also really understanding what responsibility really means and when we have an opportunity how we can either ignore it or we can choose to step up and when these this thing settles down hopefully sooner rather than later the natural tendency will be okay we can go back to whatever was semi-normal right now but i guess mine encouragement to others and people listening to this that feel they have a bigger role to play is perhaps we shouldn't ever fall back perhaps our job for the rest of our lives is to contribute at the absolute maximum we can because we can help others by using our skill set so for those of you out there listening i think i want to leave you with that thought how's it How's it going to be for you when this thing settles down? And are you someone who's looking forward to just settling into being comfortable? Or is this going to be the wake-up call that for the rest of our days, there's a bigger contribution we can make and a much bigger responsibility? Have a great week, people. Nigel, always great to speak to you. See you, mate.